Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. You feel like right now you just cannot motivate yourself to start your business, your side hustle. That's fine. Like, don't feel guilty about that shit. Because I feel like when we try to like force ourselves to do things that we're just not spiritually aligned with, that's when the half-assedness that I was talking about earlier this week comes out, right? This half-assed like, fine, I'm just going to do it because I got to do it. Not because I want to do it, not because it makes me happy, not because it brings me joy. I'm just going to do it. And why? Like, why? Why should we live like this? You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres, award-winning Latina personal finance expert. I didn't always have my financial shit together, but when I started looking for POC-friendly personal finance podcasts, I couldn't find any. And so Yo Quiero Dinero was born. On this show, I'll show you how to make dinero, how to keep your dinero, and most importantly, how to make it grow. Each week, I'm connecting you with the most brilliant minds in the world of money and business, so you can learn about investing, entrepreneurship, and building wealth. The best part? I'm dishing up all this knowledge with a sassy side of sazón. So if you're ready to be poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to not just any episode of Yo Quiero Dinero, but it's our 100th episode. I cannot believe it. I'm your host, Janice Torres Rodriguez, and you're listening to episode 100 
what to do when you're feeling stuck in the comparison trap. I first off want to say thank you for supporting this podcast, whether you've been listening from episode one or this is the first time that you're encountering Yo Quiero Dinero on the airwaves. I, when I first started this podcast, I really had no idea what I was doing and what it was going to turn into. And after doing this for now about 18 months, 215,000 downloads, thousands of subscribers and followers and fans and supporters later, I just want to say thank you for believing in the mission. Thank you for supporting my work. Thank you for helping to build this community that has become a premier space on the internet to learn about money. So I figured as a token of appreciation, I would get a little deep on this episode. So for this episode, I decided to share a live recording of an Instagram live that I did about a week after quitting my job back in June. And I was really feeling all types of emotions as a result of doing that. So quitting my job, I can definitely say it's like top five craziest, scariest things I've ever done. And so we're going to dive into the conversation that I had on Instagram and especially what to do when you're feeling stuck in this comparison trap. So it's something that I've struggled with as a new entrepreneur, and I'm sure it's something that you struggle with too on your wealth building journey. So let's get a little vulnerable, y'all. And as part of this recording, there's also a Q&A portion at the end where you get to find out a bunch of fun facts about me. So definitely stay tuned for that. And yeah, thank you. Just thank you for being here. Here's to the next 100, the next 1,000, and beyond. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. I'm super excited to be here with y'all today. We're going to be talking about something that I've been like personally going through, but I have found that, you know, a lot of y'all are feeling stuck right now in your goals and achieving what you want to do. So I wanted to have this conversation because I feel like we're just going to, you know, we're just going to come out with like some gems here. So we're going to be talking about like how to deal with the feeling of feeling like stuck. Let me know. If you have felt stuck in your goals, specifically your money goals, at any point in the past like six months, have you just felt like, why the fuck am I doing this? I'm so exhausted. Everybody's doing better than me and I'm over it. Okay, good. So it's not just me. Good to know. 
My name is Janice Torres Rodriguez. I am creator and host of the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast. And on the podcast, we talk about money mindset, investing, building wealth, financial independence. I think a lot of people have this misperception of me, like that I just came out the gate, like fucking winning. And, you know, I've amassed this following and like have a successful podcast and all this stuff. And they think like this shit just happened yesterday. And so that's one of the things that I want to talk about tonight is this like perception that we tend to have of people who are, they're achieving things and it makes you feel like shit. Okay. Like, you know, and so the reason why this actually came up is because I've been going through some emotions, y'all. I've been going through some shit. Some of y'all may know, some of you may not. So I actually just quit my job and my first full day of entrepreneurship was this past Friday, but I didn't actually work. I literally hopped on a plane and went on a solo trip to Puerto Rico to like detox, right? Because I felt like I needed to have like this firm transition from working corporate to like the new me. So, you know, I've been going through a lot of emotions, like much more than I actually expected. Okay. And so from the outside looking in, people can think like, oh my God, this is the best fucking thing ever. Like quitting your job. This is amazing. And yes, I have felt that emotion, but I've also felt like I'm waiting for the ball to drop now. Like I had this huge amount of anxiety, just like, oh my God, like this is all on me now. Like what, what am I doing? And so the normal thing that I do when I'm coping with anxiety is to just fill my time with things. And I have this like desire to start doing all the things again. And that's completely the opposite reason why I wanted to pursue entrepreneurship, why I wanted to pursue financial independence to be work optional so that I could chill the fuck out. And so I'm feeling a lot of this scarcity mindset stuff coming up as I come into this new phase. Okay, y'all. So I'm going through it. I am going through it. Okay. And I think, you know, when we feel stuck or we feel unmotivated or we feel overwhelmed with our goals, there's usually a couple of consistent reasons why. The first one, I'm super guilty of getting caught up in the comparison trap, right? So, and I think it's so easy, especially like when you're on social media and you're like following all these amazing fucking people, right? Like these seven figure, eight figure millionaires, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's building these businesses. And you're just like, oh God, like when is that shit going to happen for me? Right? And you're probably feeling like this if you have some money goals that are very lofty that are going to take time. You might be feeling like, when is it my turn? Right? And so the nature of this conversation actually came up because I put up a poll both on Twitter and on um, Instagram. And I was asking people like, when you see people winning consistently, right? Like it's almost like success porn. Like I feel like social media has become success porn because everybody's just like, oh my God, I'm so fucking fabulous. Look at all the things I'm doing. You should be just like me. And when you get that message like over and over again, it can feel like, well, why, why am I even fucking bothering? Like, what is the point of this? Because clearly I'm not going to make this type of progress. And so why am I even going to bother? So if you find yourself getting caught up in the comparison trap, I think you have to realize that like you can't compare your day one goals and like successes to people who've been in the game for five, 10, 20 fucking years, right? Like I'm not going to start comparing myself to like Rachel Rogers and her million dollar business. Why? Because she's been doing this shit a whole lot longer. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's easy to do that, 
because, you know, in one respect, we want to follow these people that are super aspirational and that like make us want to achieve these things. But sometimes, well, all the time, I think like there's always too much of a good thing. And when you see that messaging over and over again, sometimes it's kind of just like, okay, bitch, like good for you. But like, I'm not there yet. And like, maybe I don't want this shit in my face all the time. Okay. And so if you feel like that, like it's okay to feel like that first off. Okay. And maybe that just means you need to take a step back from like the overstimulation that you have with all the success porn around you. It's okay to say, I can't handle this right now. Like my spirit can't handle all this winning because I don't feel like I'm winning right now. And if that's how you feel, turn off social media, y'all. Like this place, Social media reminds me of like um, the high school prom, right? And you don't have a date. And you're like watching all the popular kids. You're watching the fucking prom king, prom queen get crowned. And I'm just like, I just want somebody to ask me to dance. So like you have to give yourself space to feel those emotions. You're normal for feeling that way. And you have to sometimes remove yourself from that shit. You have to turn off the social. You have to be like, you know what? I'm going to have to mute this person for a little while. I'm going to unfollow this person. I'm just going to have to take a step back because my spirit can't take it right now. And so I've been going through those emotions. I have been like, you know, especially now as an entrepreneur, obviously I follow a ton of people in business and I tend to follow like people who are millionaires who have million dollar businesses. And I just found myself feeling like, bitch, you ain't doing nothing. You're so mediocre compared to like what all these people are doing. Why are you even doing this? So I just want y'all to know, like, even quote unquote people that you find to be successful, we're going through the shit too, right? Because you might be thinking like, girl, why do you feel like that? Like you have a six figure business. You just quit your job. You don't have to fucking work. Cool. Why do you feel like that? And it's just like, because there's always this pressure. And I think it comes, you know, from many different places. It most of all comes from ourselves to feel like we got to be like doing the most hustling. And I'm super guilty of like, you know, being a serial hustler. I have been working y'all. I'm 36. I've been working since the age of 14 nonstop. Okay. I worked through high school. I worked through college. I didn't take no time off between college and like real life. I hopped into my new job right out of school, two weeks after graduating, working nonstop. The most time that I have had unemployed is a three month period back in 2014. And even then I built my damn food blog. Okay. So like, I'm not the type of person that has allowed myself to chill. And so it's an unlearning. It's totally a first gen cultural thing. Like we got to make the sacrifice worth it. We got to like do all the things that people in our families couldn't do. You know, we got to have all the wins. We have to make every sacrifice count. And I think we need to give ourselves some fucking grace. We need to give ourselves some grace because it's not your responsibility to like live out everybody's dream. Like, you know, if your parents didn't go to college, doesn't mean that you need to go to college and get a master's and get a PhD and do all the fucking things if that's not honestly like what you need right now. And so I, for the longest time, I was like checking off all the boxes. I'm like, I got to go to school. First of all, I got to get a full scholarship. I got to go get my master's, but I'm going to work full time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to earn six figures in my career. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have the perfect wedding. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to build a fucking business. And now I've done all the things, y'all, and I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired of feeling like 
Well, like, when is enough enough? I think that's the question a lot of us have to ask ourselves, right? Because if you feel stuck, you can feel like, you know, there's never enough. And you have to start asking yourself, is this right here enough? Is it? It might be. Like, I know for me, I'm enough. I don't need to make make a fucking seven-figure business if that doesn't feel aligned with, like, what I need to do right now. I don't need to come out with 20,000 products, Okay. I don't need to like show up every fucking day and be like, hi guys, I'm still here. And I have to take that pressure off of myself. And I want to invite you to take that pressure off of yourself. Okay. Like you don't need to be doing all of the things all the time. If you feel like right now you just cannot motivate yourself to start your business, your side hustle, that's fine. Like don't feel guilty about that shit. Because I feel like when we try to like force ourselves to do things that we're just not spiritually aligned with, that's when the half-assedness that I was talking about earlier this week comes out, right? This half-assed like, fine, I'm just going to do it because I got to do it. Not because I want to do it, not because it makes me happy, not because it brings me joy. I'm just going to do it. And why? Like, why? Why should we live like this? That's not, that's not the goal, right? That's not the goal. All right. I have questions popping in here. So let me see. Does where you live make a difference in your finances? I mean, absolutely. Like I would not have been able to become financially independent um, if I still lived up in New Jersey. So my cost of living in Florida has been slashed in half. And so that's actually what allowed me to be able to become work optional because my business is earning enough to like not have me having to work. If I was living up in the Northeast, bitch, I would still be working. Like, let's get, let's not get it twisted. Right. And so that's another thing, right? The comparison trap. If you see people who are like financially independent, but they don't give the backstory of like how they got there, it's going to make you feel like, you know what? I can't do this shit. I got kids. I have a husband. I live in a super high cost of living area. I have six figures of student loan debt. Like i support my parents financially. Like nobody talks about the stuff that is going on behind the scenes. They just want to talk about like the success. Look, you know, like, look at me. I saved a million dollars in like two years. Good for you. Maybe that's because you're fucking single and you still live in the basement with your mom and you have no bills. That's the story that you need to find out, right? And if there's people that you're following that, you know, are not giving you the whole story, they're a little toxic, in my opinion. Like if you follow personal finance people who are like throwing out all these goals that they're achieving and not talking about the sacrifice and the sleepless nights and, you know, the time spent away from family and all of the things that have allowed them, all the privileges that have allowed them to achieve what they've achieved, they're a little fucking toxic. And I would suggest maybe muting them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because none of this shit happens by accident. None of it. I promise you. Okay. <laughs> Tag the dudes in personal finance community who do this and shame others who can't. Yes. Can we take that shit out of personal finance? Like shame and guilt, not a vibe, not a vibe y'all. I don't like it because we have to acknowledge the things that have allowed us to do this. Okay. So I'm going to be the first to acknowledge all of the privileges that have allowed me to pursue financial dependence. One, I was naturally smart, but I also grew up in a household that nurtured my ability to learn. And so I was always a good student. I had a supportive household that encouraged me to get an education and gave me all the tools that I needed to succeed academically. So I was able to get a full scholarship to school. 
Okay. So point blank right there, privilege. Hello. Didn't have to pay for my bachelor's degree except for the last year. And then, you know, growing up in that environment allowed me to flourish and allowed me to get a good job. Right. Cause I feel like a lot of your success or your ability to succeed in life comes from the environment that you grow up in. If you grow up in an environment that's like very impoverished or you have parents who lack education, maybe you grew up in an abusive household. Like there's so much shit that can be the thing that like keeps you back and makes it harder for you to do this stuff. If we don't acknowledge those privileges, like it just makes it seem like you're a fucking slacker because you haven't been able to achieve what I achieved. But like we didn't have the same experience. So why are you comparing what you went through to what I went through it's not healthy. So that's uh, that's some privileges right there. I don't have children. It is a huge privilege for me to be able to work all hours of the day and night and build a business. Moms, mompreneurs, y'all are the real MVPs because I don't think I could have been able to do this if I was a mother. I'll be straight up. You know, I have a partner who understands that these things are important to me. A lot of us don't have supportive partners, right? A lot of us have Partners who are frankly jealous of us wanting to have more. And if you're in that situation, then I would definitely recommend assessing that and figuring out like if that's something you want to be in, because again, it's privilege for me to be able to pursue this stuff and have a partner who understands that. Um, you know, being uh, able to educate myself on financial literacy. I didn't necessarily like work with a coach or anything, but I had the time to like listen to podcasts. And it was something that naturally felt like something I could do. So that's a privilege and being able to have the space and the, you know, wherewithal to learn about money. Um, earning six figures in my job, that's a huge fucking privilege that a lot of people don't get just because of the nature of your career, right? They're not paying teachers six figures unless you, you know, been in the game 20 something years and you happen to live in a super high cost of living area. Uh, but you also have to get a lot of education to be teachers and a lot of debt sometimes. If you are working as a medical assistant or as a, you know, somebody in retail, yeah, you're not going to have the same privilege as me to be able to pursue financial independence because you're not going to have the same salary. So, I, you know, I say all this to say, like, comparison is such a fucking toxic thing. We don't talk about it enough. The personal finance community, and I've been guilty of this too. I've I'm trying not to be so like, look at all the shit that I'm doing because it doesn't make me feel good because I know it doesn't make you feel good, right? Like there's a difference between sharing genuine like joy, like, you know, if I have a an article that comes out and something like that, or like I'm able to collaborate with a big brand, like, yeah, I want to talk about that stuff, but I also am not going to be like everything I post is like, oh my God, look how much money I'm making. Oh my God, look at this. Oh my God, my net worth. Like, because it, it does turn into sort of like a gratuitous, you know, who's the most popular type of competition type shit. And it reminds me a lot of, of like high school and just school in general where everybody's just like trying to flaunt and show off. And I've never been into that because I know how it makes me feel. And so I don't want to perpetuate that. Do I own or rent? Another privilege, y'all. I don't own a house, right? So I don't have a 30-year mortgage like over my head. If I had to move and go somewhere else, like, it's very easy for me to do that. How did I know it was time to take the jump? That's a great question. And I don't, I don't necessarily know that, like, there's ever a right time. And so I want to be super clear on that. Because, you know, I don't think it has to do with like a specific amount of money. 
I think the right time is when you're ready to like deal with the shit that comes with working for yourself, right? Because it's not just like unicorns and fucking roses. We were talking about this earlier, just like the pressure that now I have to like make this work. That's a lot. When I told my family that I was leaving my job, they were kind of just like, what do you mean? Like you have a pension, you have a six figure job, you have healthcare, you have benefits, you have a 401k match, you have a good fucking job. But like, why would you want to leave? Right. And so if I let that type of stuff influence me, I mean, I'd still be at at work, but I also knew that like the job didn't feel aligned with my spirit anymore. Just the fact of working a nine to five just didn't feel aligned with my spirit. And so that's more than anything, like what I knew. It wasn't necessarily that I needed to reach a specific number. Although as someone who's super type A that, you know, that was a criteria that I put on myself. Um, I definitely wanted to at least replace my income. But, you know, I know people who quit their jobs with nothing and they figure the fuck out. And it's like, you know, sometimes you need that pressure to make it work. I'm not that person. I don't work well under pressure. I actually shut down under pressure. Uh, I'm very much like if I'm overwhelmed, I'm just going to lock myself in the closet. We're not doing shit today. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com dinero. Uh, what was your job? So I was an engineer. Yeah, that was my career for the past 15 years. And uh, it was a very lucrative career. It was, you know, it it provided me the opportunity to pursue all these side businesses because I had all this disposable income. And so I'm super grateful for it. But 
I just felt like that season of my life was over at that point and I just needed to move on. All right. What did you do about health insurance after quitting my job? So I'm married. And so my husband put me on his health insurance. Another privilege. Let's talk about it, right? If you're American, we got to deal with this ghetto ass American healthcare system, which if you're single and you don't have a partner, you're not married, uh, it's much more that you have to think about when it comes to health insurance, right? Because it's going to be costly unless you decide to do something drastic and move to another country. Another privilege. What advice would you give to those who can't even remember how to full ass things? So I love this. Um, So I put a post up, I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday, about, um, you know, not half-assing things and whole-assing them. When you are half-assing your way through life, I think that requires some self-reflection because you've lost something. You've lost like the ability to find joy, if that makes sense. Right. Like I feel like whenever I've gone ham on something, it's because I am super excited about it. And you could like I could do it for free. Right. And so like my podcast, I could do the shit for the rest of my life and I would do it for free. Because it brings me so much joy. So if you find yourself half assing through everything you're doing in life, it is because you've somehow lost connection with like what excites you with what makes you passionate and you got to go back and figure out where you lost that and why. Is it because of the environment that you're in? Is it because of the people you're around? Is it because you're living inauthentically and you're just kind of like going through the motions versus actually asking yourself like what you want? Um, You know, sometimes we kind of get into autopilot and we're just kind of like, well, Maybe someday I'll be happy. No, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is a deliberate act. Um, it doesn't just happen. It's very intentional, right? The same way like if you want to lose 50 pounds, shit's not just going to happen. We got to get real intentional. And so the same thing, you know, that's the same thing with with kind of figuring out what the greater meaning of your life is. It takes a lot of self-reflection, probably takes some therapy or life coaching or buddy mindset coaching, anything like that. You got to do the inner work. I I wish it was easier, but (laughs) that's the shit nobody wants to do. That's the shit nobody wants to do, right? We never want to like think about why do I have all this external success and still feel like shit? And I had those moments. I really, you know, externally for a long time, I had a lot of what people would call success and I was still miserable. And it wasn't until I really started getting clear on like what was important to me and how what I was currently doing was not aligned with that, nothing was going to change. What do I suggest for someone who doesn't have a six-figure job? So, um, you know, when it comes to getting unstuck, let's talk a little bit more about like your money goals, right? Because when you're feeling stuck with your money goals, I think a lot of that also has to do with lack of gratitude for like the progress that you have made because you're so caught up in looking at what everybody else is doing. If you take a step back, right, and just stop worrying about what everybody's doing and think about where you were six months ago or a year ago or five years ago or whenever you started your journey, two weeks ago, whatever, and see what the difference is, that perspective can really help you realize, like, I'm not stuck. I I think I feel stuck because I see everybody else doing all this shit, but I haven't yet actually taken the time to be like, like, you are amazing. And so I would invite you to... Take a step back, 
And literally, if you want to write it down, you know, walk yourself through your journey, like journal your journey to where you are today and reflect on that because it's really easy to feel like you always have to just be working on the next thing, but we don't give ourselves enough time and enough space to be like, wow, you did that. You're not the same person you were yesterday. You're actually a better version. And if you stop worrying about what everybody else is fucking doing and start being grateful for what you've been able to accomplish, you might find yourself feeling a lot better. What are the three most important things to you? I love this question. And I would ask that you answer that question too in the chat. Let me know, what are the three most important things to you right now? And if you don't know, then you have some homework, okay? So the three most important things to me right now are improving my physical health. So this pandemic has been shisty as hell. I have gained at least 15 pounds. I was in the best shape of my life before this pandemic. Uh, Let me know. I was in the best shape of my 30s (laughs) before this pandemic. And, you know, pandemic fucked everything up. We're just eating and feeling sorry for ourselves for 15 months. Um, So my physical health is like top of mind. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go on this entrepreneurial journey because I wanted to have the space to focus on that for the first time, like juggling the side hustles and my nine to five left no time for my physical health. And so that's priority number one. Priority number two is my family. My mom, my dad, everybody's getting older, right? As I get older, my family gets older and like, I don't want to have any regrets as far as time spent with them, my ability to be with them, you know, take, weeks off, months off if I want and be able to be with my parents and be with my family. And uh, so that's super important to me. And then my mental health too. I feel like my mental health definitely took a backseat to all of the shit I was trying to accomplish. And I just want to get back to a place where my anxiety doesn't creep up as much because I mean, God, I've had anxiety since I'm like 12. Um, so, you know, focusing on acknowledging when I'm feeling overwhelmed, focusing on when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling like just this unnecessary stress and pressure, uh, to achieve, to just literally be able to take a step back and be like, why do you feel like, why do you feel like this? Right. I love this. I love this guys. Physical health. My mom's on here. You, your sister, my health. I love it. Happiness, peace, security, balance, stability, family goals, health, self-commitment, community, my family. I love it. See, like it's so, you, do you notice something here? Not one of y'all said my job. (laughs) That's why I'm telling you all of this hustling that we're doing, whether it's for your business or your nine to five or all this shit, nobody's talking about the money. Nobody's talking about like, you know, showing up to work or doing all the things. Cause that's not what matters. It's not. So I'm glad that we came to this conclusion together. Tips on dealing with depression, anxiety, get professional help. That's honestly like you c- should not. And this doesn't just go to like mental health. You should not be trying to achieve these massive goals which can include improving your mental health alone. So whether that is getting therapy, 
Um, we have a partnership with BetterHelp, and I invite you to explore that. Uh, it is, um, you know, an opportunity to connect with a therapist on a much cheaper level if you don't have insurance or if you just are, you know, not wanting to dish out $200 every time you want to see a therapist, you actually can sign up through um, the link that we have for Yo Quiero Dinero, which is betterhelp.com slash dinero, and you can get 10% off your first month. So I invite you to explore therapy, y'all, because depression and anxiety, it's a real thing, okay? Um, and it's not something that we like to acknowledge is the real thing. It's not something that we talk a lot about in the community. Um, and I just think, you know, when you get therapy, it has a ripple effect because it changes, you know, who you are from the inside out and it like changes how you show up in the world. And then who knows, you might invite, you know, by going through it, you might invite somebody in your inner circle to feel like that they have permission to do it too. You know, it's funny because I feel like I wanted to come on here to have like a therapy session with y'all because like I mentioned, I've been going through shit. I've been feeling a lot of feelings and I was not sure why. And I think it's just, you know, I let myself get caught up in this comparison trap and this like feeling of now I have to be doing all the things because I'm a business owner. And no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. And you don't either. So if you feel stuck right now in your business, if you feel stuck right now in your money goals, take a step back. Give yourself some room to breathe. Give yourself space. And you don't need to be doing all the things all the time. Maybe it's just a matter of taking one day a week, one day a month that you're going to work on your goals until you can build yourself up to the point where you can be more consistent. Okay? Because you're not in a fucking race. You're not in a competition with anybody. You might think you are, but you're actually not. You are in total control of like the pace that you're going at your goals, whether you want to change them, whether you want to redirect so stop worrying about what everybody else is doing because that's like all of the people that said that they are discouraged when they see other people winning is because you're comparing yourself to other people who are not in the same timeline, the same journey. You are subjecting yourself to way too much uh, success porn <laughs> and you're not giving yourself the grace and the space to be like, wow, look at what I have done. Do you recommend brainstorming with friends, family to get to know what you're good at when you're feeling stuck? I will say this, right? Sometimes we want other people to validate what we're good at. And that's okay to a certain extent. But I don't want you to ever think that like you need other people's permission to decide who you are, what you're good at, and what you have to offer the world. So I hope that makes sense. Like, I feel like it's great to get perspective from other people, but it shouldn't be the end all be all, right? Because maybe they don't agree with you. Maybe you think you would be like an amazing coach. Maybe you feel like you would be an amazing, I don't know, yoga teacher. And maybe they don't agree. But if you're going to let that be like the end all be all, then you're never going to actually pursue what you want to pursue. So take advice and people's opinions, whether it's friends, family, whatever, like with a grain of salt. Um, cause you know, at the end of the day, you have to feel aligned with like your purpose. It's not just what everybody else thinks you should be doing. Right. Cause if it, I thought about that, then 
I mean, my parents still wanted me to be employed. <laughs> so at some point, I'm like, I understand what you guys want from me, but like, that's not what I want from me. And that's okay. Like, we can agree to disagree. I hope that you're feeling unstuck and, um, you know, just take shit one day at a time. Feel the feelings and acknowledge that you're human because it's okay. We'll be okay. Give yourself some space. Give yourself some grace. Stop comparing yourself. Turn off the success porn. Mute the people that you have to mute. And um, go outside. Get away from the screen sometimes because this place is toxic as hell. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to yoquierodineropodcast.com slash start. That's yoquierodineropodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer. 